Today it's all about private lenders, what they are and when to use them. As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on this show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. So today we're going to be talking about private lenders. So what, what are private lenders and why do we need them as real estate investors? Well, first let's define what is an A lender. And we have A lenders, B lenders, and then private lenders. So the A lenders are mostly banks. And banks require usually 600 plus credit score. You need to have verifiable income. That means very strict debt service ratios. And what I mean by verifiable income, normally you would have to be employed by a company for a few months or at least a few years is better. And your total debt payment cannot be more than 44%. As a rule of thumb, the debt to service ratio that you can qualify for is up to four to five times of your income, which if you are in Ontario, that might be very, very difficult. A lenders use mainly salaried income, so they don't like to see income as uh, self-employed or maybe Airbnb rent or just regular rents. Foreign income is not really that recognized it will be very difficult to get approved with an A lender. So you have to be, it's very strict, mostly for uh, people that are employed and that have a low uh, debt and that they have a large down payment. So let's explore B lenders. So if you don't kind of fall into that specific criteria, then you're gonna have to go to the next one, which is B lender. So B lenders are smaller banks or credit units mostly. And lenders require a little bit lower credit score, probably about 500 plus. And some save plot income could be used to qualify. So they will allow you to have some of that self-employed income. They will still require you to prove all your income sources. But they are, as you can see, they're gonna have less and less requirements. So where do the private lenders fall in? So private lenders, if you're not qualifying for A lender or B lenders, then you may have to go to private lenders. So let's go and explore more what it is. So uh, private lenders are either individuals that they lend you the money directly, or they are more mortgage investment companies or also called mix. MIC and they are more focused on your property but you still have to present a plan so they can actually lend you the money 
So those with our uh, private lender says, and we're gonna go into more in detail of what you need. There are a few reasons that people would like to use private lenders. So one of the cases that you are self-employed and many self-employed people or contractors, they choose to take out a small amount of money for, from their businesses for tax purposes. You know, you wanna pay a little bit less tax. However, if you are going to be qualifying with the bank or any other institution, they usually base your income on what you report on your taxes. So as you can see, this is it's a good thing that you're self-employed because you can deduct more things. However, when you are going to go and qualify for a mortgage, then your, uh, your salary or your income is showing less, therefore you would qualify for less. So that's kind of, you know, give and take. So if you are self-employed and you're looking to qualify for getting either a new property or a new investment property, you need to work with a mortgage broker with a wealth advisor to work a plan and you have to do it as soon as possible. As early as you can, if you know that you're gonna be getting a mortgage in two, three years, you need to get started now to see because you need to have at least two years of income and you may have to deduct less uh, expenses so you can show a little bit more income and they can qualify you for a bigger mortgage. So the same for real estate investors. Now mortgage companies and A lenders, B lenders are getting very, very strict for investment properties. Even if it is actually cash flowing, they don't want to give you more money to buy another property because they see it as um, a risk. Especially if your cash flow is very tight or non-existent, they don't want to see that because then you're going to have to prove other income sources to justify the, uh, the cash flow negative in your investment property. So that's why it's one of the things that I always advise people to really do an analysis of your property and determine if you are going to be able to, to carry the cash flow negative, if that's the case. I know in, in Ontario, Canada, it is very difficult to get a cash flowing property. That is one of the reasons a lot of investors use private funds, because it's a lot easier to qualify, especially if you already have more than one property. If you own your home and you have a minimum of 20% equity in the home, you may be able to consolidate other debts because private lenders have lower interest that credit cards still is a little bit higher but it's a lot lower than regular credit cards so this could be in your best interest if that's what you have and you might be able to lower your monthly payments uh, the next reason is that people that are new to canada and some people that come to canada they may have funds and be ready to buy property, but because they don't have credit, and having no credit is the same than having poor credit, so they have to wait. So a private uh, lender would be ideal for them because if they have the down payment and they can show the income, then they can do it for a short time. Another reason to use private lenders is if you need a bridge loan. 
So that means if you already bought a property but haven't sold an existing one and you need the funds from that property, then a bridge loan is perfect because then it is for a very short period of time and you're able to get into the next property without jeopardizing that, that purchase. And the last reason that you may want to use a private lender is if there is a life event. Transition in life happen to everybody, whether you have an unexpected illness, uh, you have lost your job, or you want to just pursue another education. Maybe you're getting divorced. So there's many things that happen in life that we're not prepared to deal with sometimes. And if that is the case, a private loan would be good if you have to buy your spouse out on a property that you want to keep. And showing less income may not qualify you for the property. So that is a good way to do it. So one of the questions that I get is, is if dealing with private lenders safe? And yes, it is, but you have to go through a mortgage broker in order to get access to private lenders because private lenders are also regulated by uh, the Financial Services Commission of Ontario or FISCO. So it, it's safe, but you need to make sure that you access them through a mortgage broker. There are three things that you need to apply for a private lender. And one of them is the location of the property. The second is the amount of the down payment. And third, your overall financial picture. So let's look at each one individually. So in this case, the location of the property is the most important thing. Because remember, they are more lenient about your credit, they're more lenient about your income, but they wanna make sure that if something happens, they can have something to go against. In, in this case, would be the property. So the better the location your property is in, the higher the chances of you getting approved for this uh, mortgage. Now, the second one is the down payment. The majority of private lenders will approve you if you have 15 to 20%. And if you have more in down payment, it would be even better. So, and remember that will give you probably a lower interest rate the more money you put in. And the last one is your overall financial picture. So the most important thing is that you need to have an exit strategy or an exit plan to show the lenders what are you planning to do and what are you requesting a private mortgage. Is it because you want to reestablish your credit? You want to buy that next property that is going to cash flow? Or are you doing it because it's an investment property and you are in between jobs that don't allow to qualify at the current moment? So that is very important. You need to show the lender is still uh, your money. What is your plan? What are you doing in order to get qualified? Just remember that the private lenders will still take into consideration your income, your credit score, and any investments that you have. So the more all of this is organized, the better. Remember, your financial health is always important with any lending purposes.
One of the really good things about private lenders is that you can get approved quickly, but you have to ensure that you have all of the documentation ready for them to look at it and approve you. Uh, you're gonna need to have obviously two pieces of ID and the purchase and sale agreement from the property, the location of the property. If you're refinancing, you need to have your tax bill your mortgage statement and that is about it so if you have all of the documents correctly given to your mortgage broker you probably can be approved within two to three days so that is one of the benefits especially if you have to do a transaction in an urgent matter instead of waiting for a long time with an a lender or a b lender the one thing that you need to remember with private lender is that they are more expensive or they will charge you higher interest than A banks or B lenders. Some of them, they might have points. And for those that don't know what points is, that means it's a percentage of the total amount that you are borrowing that you have to pay upfront as a fee for the lender. So for example, some lenders might charge you one point. That means it's 1%. So if you are borrowing 100,000, then your fee will be 1,000 if it is a 1% fee. Most private mortgages are usually done for one year. And the reason is because it's for people that are in a bridge, right? So you are waiting to be approved on an A or B lenders. Uh, they can also approve you for another year. It's very unlikely that you can go up to five years is not very common so the most common term would be one year to two years with private lenders you can also have an open or a closed mortgage depending on what your circumstances are and for how long you're going to be keeping that mortgage there is one cool feature about prepaid mortgages that means that if you're looking to not have payments for the period of that you have that mortgage you can have the interest and the fees charged upfront. So for example, if you are getting a one-year private mortgage of 100,000 at 7.99 with a 2% fee, you will need to pay $2,000 to the lender fee at closing, and your total interest for the year will be $7,990. So when you choose to prepay your mortgage, the lender will take the 99.90, which is the 7.990 plus the 2,000 from the principal of the mortgage, and they're going to give you only the difference. In this case, would be $90,010. So that is a really good feature if you're looking to do maybe a fix and flip, because then you don't have to worry about paying for the mortgage payments during that time. However, if you don't do it, then they're going to renew the entire mortgage at 100000 for another year. So you just have to be careful with that. So I hope this clarified what a private lender is. Remember, you always have to go through A lenders, which mostly are banks, or B lenders, which are smaller banks or credit unions. And if none of them work for you, a private lender might be for you. Private lenders have a lot less qualifications for you to get approved. The most important part for private lenders is the location that you have the 
enough amount down payment, minimum 15 to 20% or more if possible, and also your overall finances. Even though you are not able to prove funds, but you probably have already a plan to get yourself in a better situation. So that's what they wanna see. They wanna see a really a good strategy plan for you to get approved with a private lender. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.aricellihernandez.com. Thank you.